Welcome to Mama Soul's Wisdom I Am Love Movement Podcast, the place where you will learn how to build a six-dimensional family through decades of experience, where the core values are learning what is possible through love and acceptance and knowing how to do right by your family. We'll assist in the growth of you and the ones you love. amount of success outside the home that will ever compensate for the failure inside of your home. Now, introducing the host of the I Am Love Movement Podcast, the one and only Mama Soul Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. Do you want to live your life by design and not by default? Do you want to belong to a movement that's bigger than yourself? Do you want to go from victimhood to victory for yourself and your families? Well, it all starts with loving yourself first. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, where I share old school wisdom for a new generation. I am the founder of the I Am Love Movement. And I created this podcast for families and entrepreneurs so they can gain a competitive edge in life. So I share everything that I've learned with old school wisdom so that you can take those nuggets of wisdom and apply it into your life. So for today's old school wisdom, here's what I have for you. Tell me what you can do, not what you can't do. Now, this is important for three reasons. One, thoughts turn into language. Language turns into actions. If you're always thinking about what you can't do, you'll never get started to pursue your dreams. Number two, restating what you can do helps you to set healthy boundaries for yourself and others. You don't overcommit and you can honor your word. Others can depend on you for you to do what you say that you're going to do. But you know, sometimes you got to take that healthy dose of vitamin in. What is that? You got to say no. Set your boundaries and always state in the affirmative what you can do. And then number three, and this is the most important, never ever let anyone define who you are in life. You get to determine what you can do, who you are, so be sure that you always share what you can do not what you can't do. All right. Well, today we're having a very important conversation with the CEO of a major coffee company. I'm speaking with Tyler Ornstein, CEO of Tyler's Coffees. And if you've never heard of Tyler's Coffees, well, guess what? It is so good. I am a personal customer, proud to say. 
And from a business perspective, the company has seen 80% growth year over year with 2 million cups sold, distribution in a thousand independent grocery stores, and even the preferred coffee of the 2008 Academy Awards. Now, Tyler's Coffees was born out of necessity. You see, Tyler's dad was told by his physician that he could no longer drink coffee due to its acidity. So realizing that drinking coffee is more of a lifestyle choice than merely a beverage, you know how that is. You have your Apple users, you got your Android users. Apple users says it's a lifestyle choice, right? So coffee, it's a lifestyle choice. So his dad is a biochemist, and he went on a mission to design a proprietary system so he can roast each bean perfectly without letting the tannic and lipid acids form. So as the world's first and only organic acid-free coffee, Tyler's Coffees are able to provide a healthier option and solution for more than 100 million individuals who have sensitive stomachs or who suffer from acid-related modalities. Tyler's Coffees has seen such massive growth. Now get this, he's a young CEO. You'll have an opportunity to meet him in just a minute. But he's been featured in Forbes magazine twice, not once, twice already. He's launched his own podcast and he has a brand new book out just released this week, Tyler's Coffees, from door to door to every store. And it's already a number one Amazon bestseller. I am so thrilled to have a conversation with my guest today. Please meet Tyler Ornstein. Tyler, how are you, my friend? Wow, what an intro. <laughs> and I like the uh, I like the the mama soul wisdom in the beginning. That was great. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Um, you are you're right. Everything you said is absolutely true. So um, you you did your research on me, and I appreciate that. Of course, you know, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you do want to come prepared. Which leads me to my first question, because you've done so much. And you're a young CEO. Do you mind if I ask you your age? No, not at all. I'm 31. So listen up. Soon to be 32. Listen up. Listen up. 31 years old and featured in Forbes magazine twice already. What makes you tick, Tyler? I want to know. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of people want to know, and 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 it's funny because the first thing I do in the morning is I drink my coffee. Um, I can't. I, I'm actually drinking some right now. I really, really love how not only did we create a coffee that's you know flavorful and good and good for you and everything, but it also has a lot of caffeine. So, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, if if you can't you know, live the lifestyle of your business, then you're really not in your business. So I try to live my lifestyle. I try to live the Tyler's coffee lifestyle. I try to live the clean, uh, organic 
uh, acid-free lifestyle. Nice. So yeah, I think food. I think food uh, is is a big big factor in people's success. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but if you don't eat correctly, then your body's not going to be correctly. And the other thing is, is I just got over COVID and I'll tell you, I shut down for two weeks and I didn't care what happened because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Mm, So true. So true. Uh, It's interesting. I think more individuals really ought to focus on the American diet. So much has been um, focused on taking things in uh, externally medications and that sort of thing when really if you pay attention to what your body tells you in terms of the type of food you put in your body to nourish how much water you drink the exercise that you get is all plays a big part and how healthy you feel. You're absolutely correct. I agree with you. You have your health. You have everything. Because yep. all of us, I think, have lost acquaintances or loved ones uh, during this time period. Mm-hmm. So your dad asked you a very important question at the age of 16. So I believe. 14. Is it 14? Okay. So, 14. so yeah. what was that question? And tell me, tell me about the power of questions and what that means to you. So he came to me and he said, "Hey, what's the second largest commodity item in the world?" And at the time, I didn't know what that even meant. So I went to Google and I looked it up, and uh, oil, petroleum was the first, but coffee was the second. And uh, we're over a trillion dollar industry. Um, there's over 300 million cups of coffee drink each day in America alone. And people don't realize that when you drink an acidic coffee, your body is always trying to stay at an alkaline level. So anytime your body is induced into acidity, your liver, your pancreas, uh, you know, your stomach, every, everything works overtime to clean the blood so that the pH goes back up. So what people are not realizing is they're drinking their coffee in the morning and then they're they're like, oh man, I don't feel so good. My stomach hurts. But they're not correlating that with this. Um, and so people, and, and then other people say, well, yeah, yeah, but you can't take away my coffee. Like, it's impossible. I, I live off of it. Um, so we're not changing anything in that aspect. Uh, for Quite frankly, we know that people are habit and habitual. But what, what we do at Tyler's Coffees is we offer an opportunity where you can drink your coffee and enjoy it too. Well, that sounds a lot like having your cake and eating it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're, you're a customer. So, I mean, you, you believe in the product. And so, you know, we have an 80% retention rate on our customer base because we, we really and truly are converting people left and right to drinking a, a healthier coffee. You know, and it's so important to look after your health. I love it. And I tell you, and I'll be honest with you, here's when I drink it the most. Because I believe in having my regular checkups at the dentist. And the dentist Mm -hmm. will clean my teeth. And as soon Mm -hmm. as I have that done, I'm like, nope, sorry. Uh, Only Tyler's coffee. 
as much as I'm on the go and I'm tempted yeah. to stop at a franchise store to get a cup of coffee, but that's when I'm most sensitive. I'm like, nope, only Tyler's coffee. And it tastes good. It, it tastes an amazingly good. Um, the other the other thing is, is, is you're bringing up Dennis. We're actually working with a... Uh, a couple dentists um, in their podcast and, and we're working with them on their marketing. And, and the reason why we're doing that is because we have essentially not bloomed the tannic and lipid acids. Well, lipid acids, especially tannins, but, but also lipids will go in, into your teeth enamel mm -hmm. and it will etch. And so essentially what you're doing is you're causing coffee stains in your, in your teeth. Uh, it's the equivalent of smoking. People that smoke have uh, smoke stains on their teeth because the acidity of the smoke goes into the enamel and it etches into it. So no longer do you have to drink your coffee out of a straw. You can drink your coffee normally and your teeth are bright white. <laughs> there you go, folks. So pay attention to that. Okay, now, there's a chapter in your book called Marketing the Tyler Way. And we all know as entrepreneurs that marketing is the lifeblood to any business. you got to have yes. marketing in order to have sales to generate revenue. But you opted not to do it the regular way. You decided to do it the Tyler's way. What is that? I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, so I think what you're referring to is grit or tenacity. So when we created Tyler's Coffees, when I say we, I created Tyler's Coffees. Uh, my father, he's a biochemist, and he figured out when the tannin lipid acids bloom, the roasting process, working with electrical engineer, mechanical engineer, they figured out the whole process. But but what I was given, what I was given, I was giving two ounce perk packs, what we called them perk packs. And I'll never forget, um, I was bicycling around the neighborhood, and all I said is, hey, can I please have your name and your number? And I'm going to give you this bag of coffee and I'll call you in a week and see what you think. This lady said, you know, when I called her, I'll never forget. She goes, um, hey, that's some of the best coffee I've ever had. Where do I get it? And I was like, well, from me. And she's like, great. Well, how much is it? And I was like, a dollar. You know, I, I didn't know. I mean, this was, I didn't even think I was going to get a sale out of it. Right. I was just trying to get a test market and see if this was a viable option. And long story short, she, she asked me a question. She goes, well, what's it called? And I go, I don't have a name for it yet. She's like, it's your company? I go, yeah. She's like, what's your name? I'm like, Tyler. And she's like, Tyler's Coffees. You know, that has a ring to it. So I, I actually didn't name the brand. A lot of people think I did name the brand, but I did not name the brand. Um, I actually, you know, a customer named the brand because they thought Tyler's Coffees would have a, you know, a cute ring to it or whatever. Long story short, um, you know, we grew out of the bicycle and the backpack. We got online and we were the first to create a subscription model. And, um, you know, I was doing the marketing, but, but, but marketing the Tyler's way or, or doing it the Tyler's way is grit. It's, it's tenacity. It's, it's getting up early in the morning and go to bed late. I mean, and I was going to school and I was being a swimmer. So I just, I just, I don't know. I just had this like drive or fire under my butt to just go out there and, and try to make something of myself. Do you find that with most entrepreneurs though? They have that passion I do. and drive? 
Yeah, we're all a little bit crazy. Um, most people <laughs> would not do the things that we what we've done or or will do. Um, we're, uh, you know, we're the people that say, oh yeah, well, why don't I just jump off this cliff and assemble an airplane on the way down? Um, you know, you're living on the razor's edge for years and years and years of success and failure. I remember living, um, you know, in my apartment, no furniture, I had a mattress and I was eating ramen and I was selling coffee. Yeah. And for a while there, I couldn't even afford to buy my own coffee. I had this, you know, every bag that I brought in, I had to sell. You know, that really just sounds so very familiar as entrepreneurs start out. But here's the thing. We're risk takers. Now, everybody's risk tolerance is different. But entrepreneurs yes. are willing to take a risk because they can see the other side. They know mm -hmm. what's there for them and they go out and get it. So, what's a top tip for mastering your mindset? Because you talk about grit and the stick-to-itiveness of following your dream, pursuing your dream. But what is your top tip for mastering your mindset? Because did you ever at one point think, uh... This is a little crazy. Maybe I should do something else. Do you have a every day? Every day. Every day. Okay. Every day. Yeah. Um, I guess the best way to say this is the bet that in order to to master your mindset, you have to be at inner peace with yourself. So meditation is super critical in business entrepreneurial life. Um, stress kills. And it also will <clears throat> cloud your judgment. So you have to stay stress-free. Even though things are falling around you and you can't pay the bills and, and this is happening, there's always going to be, oh, shit. And when you realize that you're just going to live in, <laughs> live in the shit, um, you really understand a lot more about yourself and, and you realize that, you know what, the sun's going to come up tomorrow the same way. It's going to set the same way. What I do within those hours is, is up to me. If I'm going to be successful, it's on me. If I'm not going to be successful, it's on me, not on anyone else. Now, as you get employees and as you start building your business and you're no longer your, your, you know, one one man band is what we call them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, your your employees are there to help you. So if you're saying, hey, get this done or get that done, and they're not doing that, then you have to fire them. And there's really just no other option. I mean, I've I've hired and fired sixty people in my career, and I I don't take it personally. Um, some of them have taken it personally, and and I apologize. Um, some people realize that it's just not the right fit, but now we have great people because they do what they need to do. And I'm not saying do what I say. Um, but if I give them a task, I don't have to micromanage that. I don't have to, you know, I just know it's going to get done and I don't have to worry about it. So at the end of the day, it's all about responsibility. You accept responsibility, whether or not 
it goes well, it doesn't go well, and as you continue yes. to grow, okay, and you yeah. delegate. And, hey, listen, yeah. I don't take it personally either when I hire and fire people. My former right. background is HR, and my belief is most people really fire themselves because yeah. when you have enough conversations with them and ask them and document it and show them and they still don't do what you ask them to do, then, you know, they fire themselves. Yeah. That's just yeah, yeah, my yeah. personal opinion. But so this is the I Am Love Movement podcast. And so I always ask my guests, what challenge or tragedy did you have in your life that you used love, acceptance, or forgiveness to overcome that challenge or tragedy? I think you're always dealing with the tragedy of some sort. Um, you know, love is abstract or a subconscious, sub, sub, uh, subsect, I guess you could call it in business owners, business owners, they, they live in black and white. Yes, no, right, wrong, up, down. Um, and sometimes it, it, it hurts your personal life. Um, but if you want to have a strong, successful business, you have to have a strong, successful, better half. And I don't know really how to say this, but sometimes you create a, a, a negative connotation and you have to step aside and say, look, I do love you and I care about you, but sometimes I just need to have my own space or my own time or my own, my own things. And they have to understand that and have to respect that. Um, my girlfriend worked in my company for seven years and that was probably one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Uh, I don't suggest you ever work with your better half. It just never, ever works out. But she now has moved on from the company and she's got a very successful career. And a lot of that business building construct mindset in my business is what made her have a career to where she's very, very successful now. So would you say that you used love to just identify where each of you needed your own space and she opted to move on or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's in, you know, it's interesting you say that because now I'm going to give you the opposite end of the spectrum. My husband and I are serial entrepreneurs. We've been married for 41 years, and yes, we do work together. But here's the thing he has to have his space, and I have my space. So we yeah. so it works in a sense that when you define roles and who ultimately has the final decision over certain areas, it works for us. So I would never say never, but I totally get what you're saying because it can get um, it well, can get Well, technically, you're not working. 
Yeah, technically you're not working with each other. Technically you're working on the same business, but you're in different portions of the business or different aspects of the business. And that's that's one thing that my better half and I kind of realized uh, hey, you work in this side of the business. I'll work in this side of the business. But again, there's so much crossover. And again, I, I'm not really, you know, someone to just um, throw up my arms and hands and go, oh, well, you know, I if it's not done right, I'm going to come after you. Of course. Of course. Because so, we're, we're very uh, particular about yeah. having things done the way we want them to have done. You know, was that. this email written correctly and what's for dinner doesn't always work out. <laughs> I totally get that. I so get that. So um, would you agree that the, you said something earlier that caught my attention. I just want to loop back to it. But in terms of, Business growth. Uh, someone shared with me once that the three uh, accelerants to business growth or personal growth could be heartache, failure, and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. That those sure. were the top three accelerants for growth. Would you agree with that statement? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, and why? Well, uh, complacency is a bitch. Yeah, sure, you're right. You know, if you don't have uh, something that you're looking forward to do or something, you know, if you're not trying to build a successful business and you're just kind of bobbing around in the water, um, you're not going to go far. You're going to get eaten by the sharks. But if... uh, if you're driving a yacht, you know, you're not going to get touched by the sharks. You know, your, your, your forward momentum, you're, you're driving to an end goal. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs like fast cars for that reason. We're, we're very purpose-driven people and we want to drive something that is purpose-built, you know, to get from A to B without having any conversation about it you know like i want i like driving fast cars i've got three amg mercedes and again i'm not trying to brag here but the reason why i drive those cars is because it's my mindset yes i can't i can't drive a toyota i I just i've (laughs) driven a toyota and it doesn't it doesn't work for me it's like this is not who i am i'm i'm a driven focused powerhouse of of wanting to get to the goal of, of the next, the next level. Have you uh, driven on the Autobahn yet? I've not driven on the Autobahn yet. I've been driven on the Autobahn. Um, Uh I was in Cologne, Germany, and we were, uh, taking a, uh, a ride in a taxi and we were doing about, uh, say 110. And and that, and that was fun. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But no, I, that's one, that's like one of my, um, bucket list things is to go rent a Porsche in Germany and, and drive the Audubon. Yeah. Awesome. Go do it for the adrenaline rush for sure. Yeah. So my tagline is love yourself first. I ask all of my guests, what does that phrase mean for you? Love yourself first. 
Well, again, I think it goes back to health, right? So if you're not healthy, then you're not loving yourself. If you're overweight, you're not loving yourself. If you're, you know, not being true to yourself because you eat your emotions, then you're not loving yourself. So true. Tyler, how can people connect with, with you? They want more of you. They want Tyler's coffees. How can people find you? It's really simple. Just tylerscoffees.com. Uh, it's Tyler's with an S, coffees with an S.com. We're running a sale right now for the holidays. Uh, you can go to Amazon. Uh, you can go to walmart.com. You can go to target.com. You can go to wish.com. You can go to ebay.com. You can Google us. Google you are us all free. over at the young age of 31, the CEO of Tyler's Coffee. That is so. Any parting last words of wisdom for my audience, Tyler? Don't ever, ever sell your product. Let people sell it for you. Because they can do it better. They can do it better and people will believe them. If I tell you, you know, Loretta, I have this great acid-free coffee. It tastes so good. I'm telling you, if you would just go to the, my website and buy it, it would mean the world to me. Or, yeah, I got acid-free coffee if you want to go check out my 5,000 customer reviews that are independent that I'll say that they love it. You know, yeah. Third there's, party there's a difference between, <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between desperation and success. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if they get into the MLM game, which is multi-level marketing, a lot of these people are, are begging you, begging you to take their product. And obviously people will get kind of worried or kind of standoffish because they're like, well, why are they pushing this so hard on me? Um, you don't, you don't need to put, if you have a great product, if you have something that is really game changing in the industry, you don't have to push it. Let other customers push it for you. It's, I don't mean this in a, in a, in a derogatory way, but it's kind of like dating. I haven't dated in a long time. I've been with my girlfriend for a long time, but you come on too strong and then people are going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't know what you're, what you're doing. But if you act confident, not egotistical, but if you act confident in your product or your service, uh, then people are interested and then, and then they try it and they go, oh, well, I, get, I get why this product is successful. And uh, that's kind of what Tyler's Coffee is. We, we built a business around the idea of an acid-free, clean, non-toxic, non aggregating to customers that have, you know, Crohn's, colitis, interstitial cystitis, leaky gut, any stomach related issue. Because we knew that there was a value. We knew that there was a need. Uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation in North America in 2016 did this study and 50 million Americans suffer from stomach related reality, stomach related modalities. And that's a reality to us. You know, we realize that that has, that has value. So if you're going to go out there and, and you're going to sell, you know, an Amazon store of pre-existing products that customers already are selling, yeah, you'll make a couple bucks, but you're not going to make a business. You're not going to make a successful business out of it. 
you got to sell something that people are going to just, you know, want and need. And another thing is, is you got to help, you know, in, in, in any business model, if you don't have the word help in the beginning of it, then you're not going to be successful. We help people daily. And that's how we became successful. Absolutely. Every business, your number one goal is to be a problem solver for that customer. Uh, you are so awesome, young man. Tyler Ornstein, CEO of Tyler's Coffee, doing it his way, enjoying the coffee, helping customers continuing to grow and living his biggest and best life. Okay, so what's your excuse? Get out there and go make your dreams happen. It is totally possible. You do want to have your family to live their biggest and best life, don't you? Well, if you need some support with that, go to MamaSoulWisdom.com. That's MamaSoulWisdom.com where I share old school wisdom for a new generation. There are free downloads of information on leadership, personal development, and entrepreneurship. So be sure you check it out. Love and light are healing forces. Go out and make a positive difference in someone's life today. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, founder of the I Am Love Movement. Sending you compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. Until next time, always remember to love yourself first. Thank you for tuning in to Mama Soul Wisdom's I Am Love Movement podcast. We hope that you have received a massive amount of value through the tips and tools provided here on today's episode. We look forward to helping you and your loved ones grow each and every day by sharing some of Mama Soul Wisdom. sure to sign up and register today to Mama Soul Wisdom's mailing list and tune in next time for our next episode of the I Am Love Movement podcast.